There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My goodness, I'm excited about this. Uh, here we are, week one, day eight of the program. You will notice if you're following along um, that we post everything by day. So the first day was day one, and now this is day eight, uh, starting the new week. That is for a rhyme and a reason. That is to help you. So if you ever have to take a day off, week off, weekend off, uh, if for whatever reason you are not following the program, can't follow the program, you can very easily pick up from exactly where you left off. We don't go back. We don't repeat. That's really messy. It's all about just showing up. As long as you keep showing up, you can't mess it up. The goal is to get to the end. Um, everyone is so super excited when they follow. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast about this, I think, for tomorrow. Just how to set you, how to set yourself up for success when you're going on a diet and things to keep in mind. Because everyone, how many times have you been super gung-ho to start a diet? Now, I'm so excited how excited people are about this one. But honestly, we've been there before, right? You're super jazzed up. I'm going to do this. I got this, you know, every time the fall rolls around, every time New Year's rolls around, every time, you know, the sun is shining and and we're rolling into summer, like I got this, I'm going to do this. You get excited and then things aren't happening on the scale the way you want them to happen and you get frustrated and you're like, forget this, you know, and then you say to yourself, I'm just going to love myself and I'm all about the body positivity movement. Don't get me wrong, but unfortunately there seem to be tying it to people's weight and the size of your body and you should love your body no matter what size you are are like honestly that your your self-love should have nothing to do with the size of your body but if every day you're waking up you're feeling uncomfortable bloated gross like you just don't feel great you know your clothes are just tight they're not fitting and you're buying new clothes and it doesn't seem to help and that voice inside your inside yourself is saying hey yo we could do a lot better here like we could feel better here you know make some better food choices move your body like you know your your yourself is telling yourself that you need to do something about the way you're living and how you're feeling and all of that. So so you can decide to love yourself all you want, but at the same time, that voice inside your head that's saying, hey, can we just drink a little bit more water? Can you get a little bit more sleep? Can you help me manage my stress? Can you make some good food choices? Can you lose some of this extra weight here? Because every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. In fact, people come into this program all the time. They're like, well, I have thyroid issues and I'm diabetic and I have you know th- this issue and that issue and all these health issues. It's because of those health health issues that your body wants this fat gone. When you have those health issues, it's not healthy for you to carry that excess fat. It's something that we don't harp on. It's something that we don't dwell on, but absolutely your body is on your side. But what can happen is that your body doesn't perform on the timeline that you want. And you know, you know, losing weight is like is like any other thing in life that you're trying to accomplish. Like I have I have set out to do many things in my life and I have accomplished them all. But never ever 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 have I accomplished them on the timeline that I wanted to accomplish them on. And that's just kind of how it is, right? So when it comes to getting on that scale, all you can do is show up, maximize your efforts, do what you need to do, keep showing up for as long as it takes and you're going to get there. Some of the other day was like, "Well, tell me how much I'm going to lose. Like there's got to be a time frame. I'm a woman. I'm 58 years old. Like how long is it going to take me? How, how, uh, 
how how much weight I'm going to lose per week. Like, what's going to happen? I'm like, we've had a hundred thousand people run through these groups, and every single person has had a different experience. I, it's impossible. First of all, you didn't give me enough information about you to even try to assess that situation. And then we are going to talk about goal weight and how to make goal weights and all of that. We do have a post for you about that this week. But you know, your journey is going to be what your journey is. The more you show up, the more diligent you are, the more consistent you are. Obviously, the quicker you are going to reach your goals. If you go on that road to finally and forever, you got in your car and you're driving to Disneyland, you know, if you keep sightseeing and, you know, stopping here and stopping there and stopping here and stopping there and, you know, which indulging in this, indulging in that and, you know, not following the plan and whatever, it's going to take you a lot longer to get there than someone who's just like trucking along every day and, you know, showing up every single day doing the things that they're going to do, you know. That's why for some people it actually will take longer. You want to do 91 days of the program, even if it takes you 120 days, 200 days to get those 91 days in. And so that will add up and make a difference, believe it or not. It's not about being perfect. It's about progress over perfection. And that's because even with good habits and making change, it's not about how perfectly you're doing them. It's how often and consistently you are doing them. And that's how you really make real change around here. So uh, the weekend was this weekend. As we know, um, don't be you know starving yourself thinking that's going to get you ahead. It will not. Don't think, well, I'm going to go back and repeat. You, you really don't need to do that. The best thing to do moving forward is just to keep it moving forward at the end of the day. Um, so watch when you're festering and funk. A lot of you are already saying things like, you know, I'm so frustrated. I didn't lose any weight. You might not lose weight for like another five weeks. That's just how it is. I, I know you don't want to hear that. And you know, most people are going to see that scale move. And then, you know, some people aren't going to see that scale move. And then when the people who saw the scale move, they're going to be on a plateau. And then the people who scale wasn't moving, they're going to start moving. You guys are going to switch off. Some people are going to lose huge chunks and have long plateaus. Some people are going to lose in little bits and have, you know, little mini plateaus, you know, it, it's all the same in the end. You just got to be here at the end. But a lot of times we can get really frustrated. We can go from being super excited to frustrated and then we set ourselves up to fail. And this is where we can already start people, see people planting what's called seeds of doubt. Get, load those questions up. I'm going to get right to them. Seeds of doubt. So this is where you're saying, oh, it's really hard for me to get the water in, right? You're not asking a question. You're not saying, hey, what are some tips for getting water? And you just come and you say, it's really hard for me to get the water in. And then you say things like, oh, I can't watch all these lives. It's impossible. I don't have time. Well, no one's asking you to watch all the lives. It's fine. Well, I just, I can't remember to get my meals and snacks in. Well, set timers, set alarms. You're making change. Like just make a point of doing what you need to do. So there, you're planting these seeds of doubt. And so when you decide to quit and bail, you have a whole trail of excuses, which then makes you feel better about it, right? Um, a lot of times people will frustrate themselves. It's called sabotage. You know, some people like, for example, some people losing quite a bit of weight already. And yet now they're stressing. Am I losing weight too fast? Is this unhealthy? Are you kidding me? How many quick fix diets have you done in your life to try to lose 20 pounds in two days? Now you're actually eating super healthy, nutrient rich foods. You're being mindful of how your body's responding to the foods. You're drinking enough water to be hydrated. You're finally giving your body what it needs. It's releasing fat in the, all the ways that you wanted it to. And now you're stressing because you think it's unhealthy. What? What? But this is a real thing people do. They, they sabotage themselves. They think, oh my God, this might work. So I'm going to sabotage myself, you know? Um, lots of different ways people are going to sabotage themselves along the way. But festering your funk is a big one. A lot of times people just like fester and they'll like you just be so frustrated and frustrated and frustrated and frustrated that they're spending all their time being frustrated and not spending any of their time thinking and doing all the things that they need to do to actually make change so that they're no longer frustrated. So make, make no mistake, you will be frustrated. You will probably want to quit. 
And there's, there's other two scenarios. You're either going to be here at the end and work through all the stuff and do all the things and keep showing up for as long as you need because it takes at least three months to make change. Like it takes at least three months to make change or you're going to quit and then you're going to bail. And then my question I'm going to pose to you is what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? I saw someone the other day um, say diets don't work. I was on, a, I don't know, some other place. Diets don't work. Diets work really well for weight loss. They just don't work well for sustainability. And people are like, well, that doesn't work. No diet works because you can't maintain your weight. 30 years I've been maintaining my weight, not doing weird shit. We have member after member after member after member, you know, losing their weight, maintaining for years easily. If you're listening to it, a lot of our members are actually in this group here to solidify and maintain their weight. Um, we have a whole maintenance group and in there we're having whole conversations about that, right? There is a way. Your body is not naturally inclined to want to store excess fat and keep you fat because it's not healthy for your body. The problem is every time you've gone to try to lose weight, you're forcing it off. You're burning it off. You want it to come off so quickly. It's not sustainable. You cannot take 50 pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds, 50 pounds out of your body and not give your body time to solidify the weight that you've lost. You just can't lose it as quickly as you want. Like people will lose will lose quick and they'll lose some big numbers, but make no mistakes, be prepared for a big long ass plateau at some point, which you want and which you need, right? So you can lose weight. And yeah, sure, maybe not all diets work, but this one definitely does work. There's a lot of science behind it. So on Saturday, um, we did bust out and introduce our science Saturday post. Now it's a post. It's not a Facebook Live. It's a it's a science post. Um, there's references in them. A lot of time and energy and work has gone into them. They are not meant to be easy to read. Like everything in this group, I break down into like you know I just you know really digestible information. I generalize a lot, and because I generalize a lot, there are people who want to know the science. A lot of people will say, "Can you you know turn this into a podcast? Can you turn this into video?" No, it's a it's it's science written down. But it is so fascinating. If you can take the time, it, it'll take you a long time to go through it. They're extensive. We don't mess around with it, but it's so interesting because it'll tie all the science into this program, this process, and all the supporting science that supports the method and really give you a different perspective and understanding, not only in the program itself, but on your body as well. So I really do highly suggest that you go through it. What you can do is that there's um there's a cool thing. If you use an iPhone, there's an app, there's a feature that you can do where it can actually read. So if you have any of those apps where it can read the post for you that might be good rather than kind of like like trying to read it um you know kind of listen out loud so just an option there so make sure you check those out all right let's get into it how much did you lose i can't imagine you being heavier gina you're always gorgeous and glowing 125 pounds I lost 125 pounds and this is when I was uh, teaching aerobics and I was a personal trainer and I was helping people lose weight. I've been a personal trainer since I was 14 um, and I went off to university and my weight just kept going up and up and up because I was taking everything that I learned uh, and trying to eat less and exercise more. I was exercising a lot. I was hardly eating anything and my weight just kept going up and up and up, which I've since learned, right? You force your body to utilize your fats. You know, it reinforces the need for it. If you're not giving it what it needs, your body will take everything you are eating and store it as fat combined with high stress, lack of sleep, all those things as I was putting myself through university. And that's where I went to my doctor and I said, what's going on? There must be something wrong with me. And he's like, oh, you're eating too much. I'm like, impossible. I hardly eat anything. I, I know what I'm talking about with calories. I, I'm, I'm eating like a, maybe a muffin a day, a salad a day, one slice of pizza a day. Like, I, well, you're, you, you need to exercise more. I'm teaching like three, four hardcore classes a day because the more classes I taught, the more money I made. So I taught my face off. And then he said, maybe you're big boned. 
here's me and my big bones, <laughs> my big bones. And then people always say to me, like if they see my mom, oh, you got good genetics. Well, apparently I also have big bones, right? Um, you know, that's the thing too. I do have to say so many people, cause I, I post my family stuff. I have, I had one woman say to me, um, just because she saw a photo with me and my mom, well, look at your mom and she's got long legs. So you don't know anything about how we feel and what it's like to need to lose weight. And I was like, my mom's never weighed 250 pounds before. Yeah, maybe my mom's never had an issue, but I had some major issues. I had to go and lose 125 pounds. And so when I went in, when I, uh, when I, after I went to the doctor, I was very perplexed, obviously. And that really got me thinking like, what the hell's going on here? Um, fast forward to when I was in the city, I'd graduated from university, moved to the city and then um, got a job again, teaching, teaching at a gym. I met, met a guy who I married. 20 years later, now we're divorced. Um, but anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole other story. Um, and, uh, he was a chef at the time and so he could cook. And as you do, when you date, you go, you eat, you know, you're happy, you're in love and you, you know, you eat and all those things. And the more I ate, the more weight I started to lose. And I remember my ex said to me, like he was at my place one day and he opened the fridge. He's like, you got no food. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on a diet. And he's like, well, how's that working for you? You exercise more than anybody I know. You hardly eat any Anything. you should be like this thin and I was like right right like that right is that like yeah because that's everything I've been taught so it didn't make sense even to this day people will say to me oh it's so easy it's just calories in versus calories out yeah okay Mm, that that's <laughs> okay okay I don't even bother having that conversation with people anymore because I'm just kind of like whatever but yeah I've been there I do I do talk about this on a podcast on one of my podcasts uh way in with Gina um I should get the team actually to maybe post that you guys can listen to it I'll get the link Tony can you write that down for me um, get the link to my story and I can post it. You guys can listen to it. Um, you know, there's also a little bit about my website. It's pretty buried. I don't like talking about myself. I know I should probably, you would think that we would be using that to market this program, but I don't, um, I don't know why I don't talk about it more. Um, I don't know why I don't talk about it more. I do sort of once every now and then when people ask, but yeah, I know what it's been like. You guys have been through it all. I did all the diets. I did all the stuff. And that dialogue, you know, thing in my dialogue, dialogue in my head, not eating all day, anticipating a big meal later, indulging, starving myself for days, waking up in the morning. What am I going to eat? What am I not going to eat? Okay, I'm going to try to not eat all day. Okay, today I'm only eating salad. Like I've been there, seen it. Also, the thing is, is I've been and not, I'm, a, I'm a, like a not toot toot my horn person. And it's not that. It's like I'm all for, like I'm, I, we'll answer all the questions that you have. So it's not like do what I say and I know everything. I, I far from know anything, but I have been doing this a really long time. I have been helping people actively hands on lose weight for 30 years. It, it hasn't been a side job though. I, I have worked in television and I did them simultaneously, but I've always been helping people lose weight. I've, I've held groups and corporations and individual people. And you know, when people pay you to lose weight there, you have to be really good at what you do, you know? And so this is what I've been doing. You know, this has been my whole entire life. And this is why I may come across overly confident about it, but I've been there. I know the struggle and I've also, I've helped thousands of people through their struggle, listening to them, helping them, trying this, trying that. I've been around for the evolution of every single diet, high fat, low fat, no fat. I'm so old, like people, I, I still, you know, I still call things proteins, carbs, and fats rather than macros and micros and all of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so old that intermittent fasting was not a thing for diets. It was not a thing for diets. The things maybe they used for other health issues, not a thing, not a thing. Um, words like insulin, insulin resistance were nothing. Metabolism wasn't even word. No one even talked about lifestyle, none of that. When I first came up with this program after I was losing weight, 
I, I, I realize that, you know, if you just give your body what it needs, you know, it'll just drop the fat. Like it's just, and you'll get healthier in the process. And that's amazing. And I sold it as a lifestyle program. People kept saying to me, but I just want to lose weight. And I'm like, I know you will. Like weight loss is like the side effect of like being in tune and giving your butt. And they're like, yeah, but I just need to lose weight. And I'm like, yeah, you will. If it's a, but it's going to just, and, and nobody, <laughs> <laughs> no, no one wanted to live a healthy lifestyle. They all just wanted to lose weight. So finally I was like, you know what? Let me just like help people lose weight. And you know, I've been doing it ever since. And you know, 30 years later, here we are. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, is there a before picture of you? Yeah, it, it is. Um, there's one, I will post it in the group at some point. Uh, it's over on my website. I don't have a lot of photos. Um, people say this to me, well, where's all your before photos? They forget. I'm old. I'm like 50, not old. I'm not old. Old's like when you're a hundred and something. I'm not old. I'm only, I'm only 50, but I, I came from a time where we didn't walk with phones. We didn't bring phones everywhere. Um, you know, if someone brought a camera out to an event, it was like, a, I don't even know what it was a special event for. And, you know, we'd used a lot of those disposable or the film, you know, the 35 milliliter film that you would, you would get and then you'd never, never actually develop. <laughs> At least I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I have like all my mom's like, I love photo albums. I have all my mom's um, photo albums at home. It was like the one thing I asked her for, you know, for in the will or whatnot. Not a house, not a not, just a, the photo albums. So they're really special to me. So I love photos. But when you are overweight, as you know, um, you're not really happy to get in a photo. I know many of you can, you got, many of you guys can relate. Um, there's lots of photos of my head in the back behind other people, you know, peeping around a corner or I'm standing, oh no, I'll stand in the back. It's fine. I'm standing in the back. So there aren't a lot of photos of me um, because it just, I, it was at a time when I, you know, was in my twenties and you know, that was 30 years ago for 30 something years ago. Um, and we didn't have cameras. So there aren't a lot of photos of me, but um, there are a few and we, we will post them. Uh, I think we have one coming up week three. Um, you can head over to my website. There is a photo there. Um, again, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not a big, You'll notice even on, like, I, even if you watch me, I'm not a big before and after person. Even though, you know, we, we posted, like, our, our team bios. We got some going up on my on my um, Instagram page uh, and my Facebook. If you guys are following me on socials, we're going to introduce the team. Also, all the, all the bios in the team, there's a lot of before and afters. I know they're motivating, right? I know they're motivating. I just, like, think they're missing a big part of the story. And what I really love about, you know, whenever we do highlight one of our members who's lost weight, you'll notice it's always about their story, right? Like, we're going to be, every week, we're going to be highlighting a Livy Loser, which I'll, I'll tell you the, the whole thing behind the Livy Loser another day, but uh, we're going to be highlighting members. But it's not the before and it's not the after that we're highlighting. It's the story in between. And that's what I find the diet industry is really missing. There's a before, there's an after, and there's this, like, all this messy middle, the frustration and wanting to quit and how long it takes people and all the things that people have to work through, the issues and the associations. And then also when you're being successful, there's a whole other layer of dealing with other people, trying to lose your weight and focus on yourself when you've got all these other people in the world to deal with and people are telling you this and telling you that and you're feeling guilty because you're prioritizing and taking time for yourself. There's just so much to it. And I find the diet industry is notorious for showing you a before and after. It's so easy. Just eat less and exercise more, you know? So I guess I have a little bit of an issue with it but anyway uh let's uh try not to think of a whole number i would like to use it's too overwhelming yeah so let's talk about that we do have a post coming out about goal weight how do you choose the goal weight so here's what i use so any any weight 
that you were able to maintain, your lowest weight that you were able to maintain after the age of 21 is more than reasonable. Because I know a lot of people, you you know, you, you got into the, the, the adult life, you're working, you're stressing, all that stuff, and that's when your weight went up. So that is a, that's a more than a reasonable number. You, hear, you see a lot of women, you know, I would just love to get into my wedding dress when I was young. That's a reasonable number um, that you can get to, absolutely. And then, and then some people are like, "Oh, I don't want to be that skinny." I was you know, like, you know, you know, living off coke and drinking cigarettes, and that's how you know. So, or you know, they don't want to look old. You're not going to look older. You're going to look healthier. So that's a realistic, um, whatever whatever your lowest low was um, that you were able to maintain after the age of 21. But also there, there's people who've had weight issues their entire lives and there's no reason why you can't hit a number that you've never really seen before either. So what we're doing is that your body's got used to functioning at a certain weight, your set point. And this is going to be one of the first science posts that we do on Saturday. So definitely check that out. And so your body's used to a certain a certain weight. And this is why you'll always gain weight back plus more every time. Like it's just after you do those deprivation diets, you force your body to burn the fat and it'll burn it, but you simultaneously reinforce force the need for it so your body has said hey let me we had to use all of our fat oh my gosh um let me take all the food that you're eating now and store it all back plus more so that never happens again and this is obviously not what you want but this is just kind of how the body functions and so what we're doing is we are obviously you know approaching this in a variety of different angles and, and in a healthier way and this is why plateaus are really important you lose your weight you've got to give your body time to stabilize and sustain your weight that's why you can't force it and starve it and deprive it off you lose weight quickly like that it's just not sustainable like you can't lose five pounds 50 pounds and not have your body need to adjust your blood flow your temp body temperature like there's your metabolism there's so many things that need to be adjusted when you drop fat because your fat is there for a reason your body uses it for a variety of different things so you lose the weight you get a plateau your body works to sustain that you lose more weight plateau you know your body solidify making changes to adjust you lose your weight plateau that's why plateaus are so important along the way as frustrating as they are you're not going to see a drop 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 some people do a lot, lose so much weight on program and plan. I mean, we've had someone lose 80 pounds before. So if you do the math on that, 80 pounds in 91 days, they're pretty much dropping the whole time. But make no mistake, at some point, you're going to encounter a really long plateau and you need that really long plateau. And um, this is a major mistake that people that people make is that they don't really allow their body to you know, solidify the weight that they want. And the problem is when you do it through starving and depriving whatever, you have to keep doing that in order to like you know maintain your weight. So ours is to give our body time. Lose it the right way, give your body time to adjust to your new weight, and then what you're doing is you're you're lowering your set point, the, the weight that your body is used to functioning or has adjusted to functioning to, and then you reach your goal weight, and then the goal is to stay there, kind of maintain status quo, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the program. And then also along the way, you're also giving the body the resources and opportunity, the platform to level up, to repair, to rebuild, to make change. This is why you're going to see like, you'll drop dress sizes and you won't see a number on the scale. Um, so when it does come to the number of the scale, only you will know what number that is. You, only you will know when you get there. It's normal for people to set a weight and then want to like they reach that goal and they're like oh my god I, I can I'm gonna keep going and then they set another goal set another you're right some people find setting a really big goal overwhelming so some people set little mini goals and then you know like oh you're in charge you're in charge, you, you get to decide. Um, and then your body is also not a machine, right? So no matter what you say, what you get on that scale and it says, it's really truly not about the number. It's about feeling good, feeling comfortable in your skin, right? So anyway, we're gonna talk more about that. Let me scroll down to add, uh, lost 45 pounds, went from an extra small, uh, and way too many non-scale victories to the list. Feeling very grateful, yeah, I love this. So you're gonna hear from a lot of our members, a lot of them are back, they've lost big chunks of weight, they're, they, they're keeping it going. Obviously, they lost what they 
lost in three months. That's not enough for some of our members to reach their goals. Um, so, you know, they come back again and again to, to follow through, to solidify the weight that they've lost and continue to reach more and reach Disneyland, reach Disneyland. So I love that. Uh, third round here. Happy to be here. Hi, Liz. The program has taught me so much about the mind-body connection. Yeah. That's why we do love the messy middle. As much as it can piss you off, it's all about learning. You, like, it's reassociating with things because you want to have really healthy associations and relationships with food because we do use food for so many things, right? So it's going to be a big part of that. Lose your weight, yeah, in a healthy way, but in a way where mentally you're really calm about your food choices, you're totally in tune to your body's needs. And that takes three months, at least. Like, some people are still working on this. Two, three, four groups later. Later, right it's one of those things you're going to continue you're talking about years and years and years and years and years of your body functioning a certain way and years and years and years and years and years of your brain thinking a certain way and our thoughts a lot of them are wired by habit and how we feel so we want to bust through those habits create new ones and sort of rewire everything right that's why with the food plan, it's the first step to that. That's why you want to be as consistent as possible to allow your body to adjust to it. And then we're going to get in there and start making changes to it, which is going to cause your body to react and then move forward and then drop the, drop the dial on that scale. Uh, Hi, Vicki. I appreciate you sharing your story, Gina. Your audience will recognize themselves in your experience. I know I do. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. It's not one of those things I talk a lot about. I probably should. Um, I probably should. Um, I will put that link. I will put the link in the group today if you guys want to listen to that podcast and you can kind of hear all about it. I basically gave you the, I, you know, it's not much to it other than that, obviously, but uh, I can't imagine being 170 pounds. I was 100, here we go. I can't imagine being 107 pounds. I was 107 till 30. I'm down to 147 now and truly don't want to be that skinny again. I like all the curves, just not belly fat. Okay, so this is cool too. So this is totally cool. This And this is why it really is up to you. I didn't say you have to go there, right? You could go there. That would be a reasonable weight for you. I would imagine, I don't know how, again, this is all dependent. And don't get on her for being 107 pounds because you don't know how tall she is. You don't know anything about her, right? So um, it's it's not on you. It's not like you couldn't go there. But I love that. I love this because so so many of you will be like, I want to I want to be 120. And then you'll get to 140 and be like, you know what? I feel amazing. I, I this has happened to me so many times with um, personal clients that they've made a goal to reach a certain number and then they reach, you know, say they want to reach 120 and they reach 140 and they're like, you know what, I think I'm good. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, like I feel great. I, you know, I've never felt and looked better. Like I'm really happy. I think this is a good weight. This is why I'm saying only you will know. It won't be something that you can determine by a scale, right? It's, it's something that you determine, um, you know, but just by how you feel. I, I feel you on this. Like my real weight is like 119 and you know when I'm you know following the program and you know I, I hate the word clean foods and cleaning up I hate that word but it kind of is the best to describe it but I really can't stand how people out there use it when I'm when I'm not eating basically what that means is that when I'm not drinking wine every night and eating sour cream and onion chips in bed every night and <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what I mean skipping my meals and snacks and stuff like that um when I'm really making a focus to eat healthy and mind you know get to sleep and do all those things um a healthier lifestyle put it that way uh my weight drops right down 119 but you know you know when I'm not and I'm just living my life my weight is a little bit higher right and this is sort of what I'm even Tony grabbed my butt the other day and he's like what is this and I'm just like that's my butt like I guess I've it's been chips and thing and whatever and I kind of like that because like I'm curvier so I totally get this this is why I run the gamut of 119 to about 130 and I don't stress it's and it's not I'm gaining weight or dropping weight or any of those things it's just it's where my mind is at and the choices that are making my body has is like really prone to fluctuate 
situations. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, I, I get this, right? 119, I'm, I'm a little skinnier. My boobs are a little flatter and, you know, I much prefer, you know, sitting around 125 is sort of my, my perfect little place, right? So, so only you will know, will know when you get there. That's, that's sort of like, um, that's the moral of the story. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Right here. Hi, Karen. Such an amazing program. I lost 20 pounds in the spring. My goal is to lose 20 pounds during this fall. Just follow the program. It works. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You, if you're new to the program, you're gonna have so many questions. How's this? How's this gonna work? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna eat like this forever? Like, no, nothing is forever. And this is why it's really important you watch that sort of overview of the program video because literally, what you eat and when is going to change and evolve. And our focus each week is going to change and evolve. And we're kind of gonna build and build and build and build and build as you lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. You cannot take any one week of the program. Um, and this is why I'll get some people like, I can't do this. I can't eat it five, six times a day. Well, that's not how you're going to be eating at the end, right? And you, you can't really look at the program and take one week and dissect it um, because it's really about how it all works together. Like, do you need to be eating six times a day? Absolutely not. The, the human body is not even designed for that. You have this thing called your migrating motor complex that kicks in after you process and digest your foods for about 90 minutes. So it's not normal to be eating so often. In fact, like some days you might eat often and be super hungry and then it's normal the next day not to be hungry at all. Eventually you want to be in tune with that. But again, we're eating five, six times a day if you're having breakfast for a rhyme and a reason and that is all going to change as we go. Um, and then we, we're going to implement different things that are going to cause the body to react different ways. It's really how you look at it in its entirety. At the end of the program, we're going to be phasing you off and, and you know the structure of things. You'll still be checking in and doing that. So a lot of structure in terms of the program, but eating way more in tune to your body's needs. And then there's phases to that. Then once you reach your weight, then you want to spend time solidifying your weight and then you want to move forward from there and just like wake up, look good, feel good, but also be so in tune with your body that you know when you're hungry, you know what you want to eat and you also know how much to eat without even really thinking about it, right? Again, it comes down to us being so disconnected from ourselves. We don't even know what the fuck to eat, when to eat it, how much to eat, right? We're all up in our head about it and we're totally disconnected from our bodies. Like, you know, no other species on the planet sits there and says like, well, when should I eat? Should I not eat today? Should I eat now? And they just eat when they're hungry. You know, how much should I, like, what should I eat? You know, they're just in tune with what they're going to eat. My dog the other day. I know this is not about dogs, but I said to Tony, it's really fascinating because we're sitting there, we're having chicken and whatever, and there's carrots. I was eating chicken wings, and and of course the dog's sitting there as she does, and she wants like the chicken. But I go to give her a carrot, like you know, I get to go to carrot, and she like she like she literally comes in, she puts her one tooth on it, and she's just like, 
yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so even she knew she didn't want the damn carrots. Um, you know, and also how much to eat as well, right? And it's just about really being back. It's Think about that. Isn't that messed up? Like, we don't even know how to eat. We're just so messed up. Um, diets from our, when we're young, you know, obviously a lot of our parents dealt with, like, you know, food shortages and such. And, you know, a lot of people show love by, you know, you know, making a lot of food and then, you know, parents by telling you to eat all that food, even when you're not hungry for it, you know, holding off, not eating, you know, you know, if I'm hungry, mom, you know, well, dinner's in three hours, you can wait, you know, forcing you to eat foods that you just don't feel good, you know, a lot of food, food and food sensitivities people have, um, especially for foods that are hard to digest, you know, this hurts my belly, eat it, it's healthy for you, like, so many, and then it's not blaming anybody, it's just about how we make these associations and connections to food, and then, then you start, I know so many people whose moms got them into Weight Watchers when they're 12 years old, right, like, how many of you, like, Weight Watchers dieting since you're 12 years old, like, that, you have to understand what that does to your brain, to your relationship with food, which we're only really just finding out now, and there's a, why well, there's such a huge movement, the anti-diet movement, which I I love it. Um, you know, I think it's so important to have that conversation about how detrimental the diet industry is, and especially their, their place of blame. And, you know, we talk about this. I did a post the other, um, a few months ago on Instagram where when you do a diet, right, whatever starve deprived diet, you, you name it, you do a diet, you lose the weight. Because, for example, we have this diet here in Toronto called the Bernstein diet, and, you know, teach his own. To each his own. I'm not saying anything about it, but to, to each his own about it. And I would um, have clients come to me who obviously needed to lose weight, and they would say to me, you know, I've 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 done I've done the Bernstein diet. It's the only Bernstein's the only thing that works for me. And I'm like, oh yeah. They're like, yeah, it's the only thing that works for me. And I'm thinking, okay, if it worked for you, why are you here in front of me? Um, and I'm going to say that to a lot of you right now. If the diets you've done work so well in the past, then what are you doing here? And a lot of times, you, what you do is you try to bring in diet principles that you think worked for you. Well, if I just do Gina's diet and I still count all my macros, right? If I just do Gina's diet and count my calories, if I do Gina's diet and just eat less, if I do Gina's diet but skip the meals and snacks, you know, uh, to work better, it won't. It's going to really mess you up. So people would sit down and be like, because Bernstein's a real popular one. You can lose a lot of weight real quick. You can also lose your gallbladder. <clears throat> but anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, so they would say to me, it's the only thing that works. And I'll say to them, how, how, how many times, wow, how many times did you do this diet? Five times. I'm telling you, I did it five times and it is literally the only thing that works for me. I'm like, okay, so you did it five times. Yeah. And it's the only thing that works for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, how the fuck does it work for you if you had to do it five times and you still have to lose the weight, right? Like it didn't work for you. And so what people do is they're like, that diet worked for me, but then how'd you gain the weight back? Oh, well, you know, I didn't follow and I didn't do this and I did that and I ate and I guess they had chips and I drank well. Oh, so you lived your life. So you just ate normally and you get, yeah, I just, as soon as I started eating normally, my weight just came back plus more. Like, do, do you hear yourself? As soon as I started eating normally, the weight came back plus more. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that people, people will praise the diet and then blame themselves. Blame themselves for the weight gain back when in reality, that diet was never designed for sustainability. It did what it did. It got you to lose the weight. You were always, 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 always going to gain it all back, right? So so the diet industry has this great way of making it seem like it's your fault, you know? It's your fault that you've gained the weight back, and it's not. It's just the way the diets are designed. So that's what's happening. I think people are realizing that diets don't work. I mean, they, they don't work for sustainability, but that doesn't mean that there isn't another way to lose your weight. And that's the whole, the whole thing. With the diet industry it's all based 
And this is why people are not, and, and, and people double down on this. Like the younger generation going into nutrition school are doubling down on the calorie for, in versus calorie. Diet is, dieting is big business. Diet, dieting is really, really big business. And all of the diets out there are all based around the same flawed model. Eat less, exercise more, count calories, starve, deprive yourself to lose your weight. And sure, it works, but it's not the only way. It's not the only way. It's not the only way. And I think that's why people get so excited about this program is because they want people to know there's another way, right? Anyway, let me get to these questions. My goodness. Uh, I had a plateau that lasted eight weeks. Yes, Liz. Hi, Liz. Um, I had a plateau that lasted eight weeks. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's not unusual. That's what I'm saying. Some of you are like, I lost two pounds and haven't lost anything for two days. I'm like, okay, you need to really get used to those plateaus. We're going to give you all sorts of tips to, 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 you know, bust through those plateaus. Obviously, you don't want to just sit there and do nothing. Um, Can you plateau right in the beginning? Yes, you can absolutely not lose any weight for like five, six, seven weeks. Some people like, so there will be people who won't lose weight in this entire program and I hope they don't give up and I hope they come back because then what happens we have with thousands of people who didn't lose weight during the first program and then went back came back to crush their weight and, and, and lose their weight because some people's bodies are such a hot mess inflammation like all sorts of just really slow metabolism like there are some people who are dealing with infl- inflammation is a big one um, really that's kind of like the biggest one which can stem from a whole bunch of other things but you know some people won't lose any that those people are few and far between do we have statistics we do have statistics we do surveys at the end those people are few and far between the people who have a hard time and we do everything we can to help them to lose and we you know this is where they got to go to the doctor get your blood work done do those things and 9.9 times out of 10 when they go to their doctors there is an underlying issue as to why they can't lose weight but most people lose weight obviously this is why you know we're as successful as we are toot toot um but because it's a very successful program but the reality is is that some people might not lose in the beginning some people won't lose in the beginning um leela foray i use her as a great example because she's on my team and i know she knows that i use her as an example so you know i would I don't want to be pointing people out, but many of our, of our, read the, go read the team bios. You're going to get a sense of like how everyone's journey is a little different. Some people lost like 20 pounds right away and then they lost nothing the first couple of months and they lost another 20 pounds, you know, at the end. Um, it just sort of everyone's journey is going to look and feel different. Uh, Lee didn't lose any weight. So Lee didn't lose any weight till Lee, you can read her bio, didn't lose any weight till week seven, seven, seven of the program and I can only imagine how frustrating that was but then she lost upwards of like close to 40 pounds on the back end so after week seven she lost 40 pounds fast forward to now 135 pounds I believe is the number she's at I'll have to check that something like 135 pounds down and I don't know if she's still losing sustaining I think she's just happy where she's at um, I have to check in with her but that's what it takes you want to lose 135 pounds obviously you don't think about that what she was bringing to the table right that was a lot that was a lot if you got 135 pounds to lose you're bringing stuff to the table um, so she stuck through it and not only did she lose 135 pounds healthy successfully she now she works for our team so that's just a and this is why we don't apologize for this not being a quick fix that's why i said some of you will bail and it won't be quick enough and then others other you will stick around you'll follow through and finish and the people that bail always come back at the end because when they bail oh wasn't i wasn't losing weight fast enough well i didn't lose in the first couple weeks we'll be like well we we told you it's normal not to lose well my weight was going up before i went like yes it's normal for your weight to fluctuate a lot right well i couldn't do this i couldn't do that whatever those people all always come back and it just hurts my heart they always come back at the end and they're like oh my god like because what happens is three months go by goes by really stinking fast 
and you pop into the group and what people can accomplish in a pro one program is amazing because we do the, this whole celebrate and share post at the end where people can share the results five pounds 50 pounds whatever 150 pounds whatever um you know where people are, are sharing the results and you know they come back and they're like well I, how do i do that i'm like you've got to do the program so that's the reality this you signed up for a three-month program right and you, you signed up a lot of you because what you did in the past didn't work. So here you are doing something different, but you, you, you're refusing to step out of your comfort zone. You, you're frustrated that's not taking the, as, it's not as quickly as you want. You know the program is three months, and yet a lot of people take themselves out of the game because they're frustrated or you know whatever that might be, right? So just something to think about. Uh, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with my leafy greens this time. Um, then when I don't have them, I feel my body is shot and total sabotage. I need to get out of this. Okay, Joyce, this could be um, the time of year. Like, think about a cold, I mean, actually, it was really nice today. I was really quite warm where we are. Um, but think about a cold salad, the change of seasons, right? Don't we want soups and chilies and potatoes and all those things? We don't want salads. Some of you may want salads, and if you do, that's okay. So this is maybe where you got to start switching up making a warm salad, like, you know, put some hot stuff on top of it, um, or, you know, try sauteing your greens, um, some, like, some kale, um, maybe saute some spinach, um, chop them up, maybe put them in a soup, for example. So it could be that it's not like you just not wanting your leafy greens you're actually picking up on the chains of seasons and the fact that the greens really aren't all that appealing right so that's probably what's happening what's going on so so think of that maybe some ways that you can make yourself a nice warm salad um so it might not be like you might not be self-sabotage might just be like you just you know you're not into a cold salad this time of year right um, I'm doing exactly what you say. Just wondering, I eat this way anytime, uh, except eating more snacks. Will I still lose it? Okay, I get this a lot. And so when I say to you, like, please don't, like, you don't eat this way. You, you don't have a clue. <laughs> no offense. I love this. I love you. You don't eat this way. Um, you, it, what you're, how you're what I'm asking you to eat, like, for example, there's, there's, I eat this way anyway, except eating more snacks. Okay, we're already eating six times a day. So when I say to you, please don't judge the program on the first week, I, that's what I really mean. What We get so many people say this, and I'm like, yeah, how's that working for you? There is a massive difference between eating healthy and eating in a systematic way that is going to be conducive to fat loss. Um, this is not about just people who, and first of all, if I do have to say, please do not assume that people have weight to lose because they eat like shit and they're just scarfing down donuts. Like I know you, I'm, not, I'm talking to everybody now, not just specific. This is a great question. It's a great question. But I'm just going to say in general, please don't assume that people have weight to lose because they eat like shit, you know, because that's, that's not it. That's not it for a lot of people, right? Um, so you can eat healthy and you will lose weight that way. It'll just take you a really, really, really long time to do that. Um, so what we've designed is a systematic way of eating healthy, obviously, that changes and evolves each week um, that is going to really work. So the best advice I would give you is, I've even asked this question a million times. I totally understand it. How you're eating is definitely not anything that's going to resemble what we're doing on program and plan. Um, if you have the book, you can skip ahead to certain weeks and, and in the app as well, can kind of refer to the weeks. But unless you're showing up every day and being in tune, um, you know, things like, like, like you said, way more snacks. Well, you're already eating six times a day. You add in more snacks than that. Are you in tune to those snacks? What about your food choices? Um, you know, those kinds of things. Are you drinking enough water? Are you managing your stress? Are you managing your sleep? You know, um, have you got your blood work done? Are you working hand in hand with your doctor? Like there's so many things you can do that I know that you're not doing. Because if you were doing all 
all those things, you wouldn't have a weight issue, right? So if you're eating healthy, you wouldn't have a weight issue in a sense that, you know, if you're eating healthy to lose weight, it's just going to take you a lot longer. Do you know what I mean? So uh, you absolutely will lose weight. We hear this all the time. It's nothing to be concerned about because what, if you, if, okay, but this way, if you eat like this now, we're not going to be eating like this forever. This is just in the first few weeks. So if you eat like this now, that's great, but we're going to be making a lot of changes to it. Don't, don't judge the program based on the first week. Love that question. We get asked that a lot. I get asked that a lot. Um, I'm suffering through some bloating. And I know it's part of the process, but darn, it's not comfortable. Yeah, so making change is not comfortable. Stepping out of your comfort zone is not comfortable. Making changes to your body is not comfortable. A lot of it is not comfortable. You shouldn't experience anything extreme, but bloating is normal. It's, if I can, if I can, it's kind of like PMS. So if you've ever had a, if you can relate and had a menstrual cycle, so you know when you're, you can be eating how you eat, your menstrual cycle comes and you just feel bloated and just, you're not even doing anything. Like you're just like, what is happening to my body? You feel bloated, you headachey, you run down. Like that's, it's the same thing. Because that's about your body heading into detox in order to release and get rid of what it gets rid of every month. Um, this is the exact same process that we're piggyback. Detox is detox. Whether it's food poisoning or your menstrual cycle or, you know, whatever it is, um, detoxing off anything, it's the same process. Um, and we're not making our body de detox. There's so many people are like, how long does, am I going to detox for? Your entire life. Your body is always detoxing. What we're doing is piggybacking that same system. And so it's, if anything, so what's really great about this is that you're noticing how you're feeling. And then when you feel like that, chances are your weight is also going to drop and move. Um, also, it's also normal to feel like that um, just as you make any normal changes to your diet. And this is, this is why you want to be really consistent. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling really bloated and gross. So I'm not, I'm going to not do the things because then it's just going to prolong you getting to a place where your body can adjust to the changes that you're making. So this is why you want to be as consistent. The more consistent you can be, the quicker your body can adjust and then any of those initial reactions from your body adjusting obviously will dissipate right will dissipate so I just read the fresh eyes post last night it was so bang on I need to read that so I can be careful and mindful uh just like I was in the spring yeah it's a great idea like I said we still have our book um if you haven't bought it yet as you can tell you might not have been interested before we start it's all just the printed version of all the the posts the pdfs there are some tracking sheets in here the science pass posts are in here there are some recipes in here as well um but this is all the information it's a great idea to highlight to read through you this also gives you the opportunity to skip ahead as well and kind of just review any there's a whole index in here so for example we're going to talk fresh eyes but I'm not sure when probably tomorrow I'm gonna guess that's tomorrow um yeah tomorrow <laughs> it's like I know my own program tomorrow we're talking about fresh eyes sickness how to manage the plan as a diabetic fertility nursing cravings all that stuff so we got all that coming down the pipeline so if you buy the book it's still available on Amazon near you um if you live in uh, another country because we're in 50 different countries now you want to order it from your local Amazon but this could be great to just to highlight to make notes uh you know it's a great reference especially for for skipping ahead uh, also our app of course um good morning love the program I'm using equal parts uh EVO balsamic maple syrup on salads is this okay how much maple syrup allowed per day we don't count we don't weigh we don't measure if you get to a point where you think you're having too much maple syrup and you're putting it on and in everything then you probably are um but um you just want to use all natural ingredients we're not worried about that um you know use it how you want to use it um but like i said we, we don't count like i don't know how tall you are i don't know i don't know your activity i don't know anything about you so and that's the issue with calories right is our body has different needs every day it's not the same calories every day and it's not you can eat a lot of calories with no nutritional value so it sounds like your dressing sounds great super yummy add it add it as you would no need to count weigh measure 
This is all thing, and the reason why we don't want to count weight measure, first of all, you're not going to gain weight by following the program. Your body just doesn't take healthy foods and cause you to gain weight. It's not how it works. So no one's actually going to gain weight, even though the scale might fluctuate. This is where we're going to really, it's hard to explain, but you're, you're going to naturally become in tune to your portion sizes. As you start to give your body what it needs, it adjusts to what you're giving it, and as you're paying attention to it, it's going to start communicating with you, and you're going to, you're going to notice that your portions are just naturally decreasing and getting smaller. This is why we don't want to weigh, count, and measure. You keep doing that. You're preventing that from having happening and you want to be in tune to your body's needs what you need when how much especially with portion sizes you should be able by the end of this program you're going to look at food and know if it's too much you're just going to know but the, but first there's some work to do before that right so but that's why you can't hold back don't try to eat less any of those things just eat whatever you're eating make it nutrient rich make sure you're using good quality ingredients and eat to satisfaction in the moment eat to satisfaction in the moment that's the goal that's the goal. 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 Happy Monday. Down 4.5 pounds. Can honestly say I've never eaten better. Biggest non-scale victory is finishing all the leafy greens in the fridge before they weld. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I know. My goodness. Um, people do, you know, here's the thing I also want to say. Um, people, you've been gaining weight. I'll just, I'll talk about this in a second. This, I'm going to finish on this. People talk about how it's expensive to eat healthy and it's not cheap. Fuck, nothing is fucking cheap these days. Like everything's expensive. My God, I bought grapes the other day, ran them through and they're like 10 bucks. I was like, what? 10 for grapes? Oh my God. Um, so pick and choose seasonal fruits and veggies. Seasonal foods will really help. Um, that's a big one. But you're going to find, you'll hear a lot of people talking about how their grocery list actually goes down because they eat so much less and then you're not eating a lot of processed foods. I want to talk about this, Ivana. I've been gaining weight since the beginning. Oh, this is craziness. You From what? What are you gaining weight from? All the healthy foods that you're consuming, right? Nutrient-rich, healthy foods. Impossible. It is impossible. First of all, it's impossible to be gaining weight through eating healthy foods like this. It's impossible. And drinking the water. No one's going to gain weight during the program. Just wondering how much weight gain is too much before I have to reevaluate. Too far, so far, I gained two pounds. So, for example, I probably gained eight pounds over the weekend, but I didn't gain it. My weight just went up. Salty food, hard to digest food, you know, all those things. Your weight can fluctuate for salty food, right? If you had salty food, your weight can be up two pounds. If you had steak, red meat, weight can be up a pound or two. If you didn't drink enough water, right? Or if you're if you're heading into detox, your weight can be up um, from that. If you worked out and your body's sore, your weight can be up. Your weight fluctuates upwards of eight pounds every single day, from morning to eight to, to night, every single day. Also, you know what's more problematic about, and this is why it's so. If I just leave you on one note, just one note, because it's going to really hurt my heart. Please review the scale post. Please watch the Living Method video the food plan video so you know what you're eating and why, the detox video to how your body's responding, and the scale post. Because with most people, it is so normal for the weight to go up before it drops. So if you are doing all of the things and your weight goes up, chances are it's going to drop. Right? So it's really important. And this is like how you take yourself out of the game is by choosing not to understand the process, right? And by really fixating on the fact that the scale is going up when the scale going up is a sign that it's going to go down. So people will say this, I don't know what's happening. I'm so frustrated. I'm doing everything and the scale is up today. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, uh-huh. And if you're doing everything and the scale's up today, chances are the scale is up before it drops. Where's that post? It's all, oh, where is it? It's all wrinkled. I showed this the other day. Up, down, 
You hit your lowest low before a new drop. Uh, this is an excerpt. This is an excerpt. I hate that word. <laughs> we say it wrong. Excerpt. This is an this is an example. This is taken off someone's actual. This is a little bit of someone's actual scale. A real member. This was a real member. Up, and then it goes down, and that's going to go right back up again because just like detox is like PMS. What happens? So every month you get. You, well, if you have PMS, you can relate. And obviously, I apologize if you don't have PMS and get your, your menstrual cycle. Maybe you can't. But I know that I I'm I'm eating normally, and then all of a sudden my my menstrual cycle comes, and my body I can't even recognize it. I, I'm just like, I can't fit into my pants. I'm just like, whatever. And I'm just, I can't recognize it. And, you know, I always say to Tony, my God, what's wrong with me? And he's like, Gina, like, how long have you been getting your menstrual cycle for? <laughs> and then, and then it's done. And my body, right back down. I didn't do nothing. I just lived my life. I just kept on living. And I had my period and, you know, my weight went up because that's what happens in detox. Your weight goes up and then you, you know, sometimes you're constipated and then you get your flow and then you get your loose bowel movements and then your body finishes doing what it's doing. Then two days after you're done, your weight goes right back down again. So this is a very, we're piggybacking that same process. And this is why, like, it's so madness to even use the word I gained weight while following the program. You didn't gain weight. You just went up. So, and again, I'm generalizing and talking to everybody. This is, this, I, and the reason why I'm spending so much time is because a lot of people feel like this. And a lot of people will say that. I'm doing everything right, following the program, but my weight is up. So this is also so problematic and so much deeper than that because it means that you believe by eating healthy foods, your body's just trying to make you fat. Like think, I'm going to say that again. If you're following the food plan, eating healthy, nutrient-rich foods, eating to satisfaction, drinking water, then you have a fundamental, super deep-ass belief where you believe that just eating foods make you actually fat and causes your body to feel the need to gain weight. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Your body never is, isn't out to screw you. It's not out to make you fat. Every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. Your body doesn't want the fat. It doesn't want to store fat. It doesn't want to gain weight. And chances are it's done that in the past because of all the diets that you've done. Starving, depriving, forcing your body to burn fat. Burns the fat, uses the fat. Guess what? feels the need for to, to, for more fat. You gain it back plus more every single time. And so this is a real issue why it's really important to understand what's normal in terms of response, your weight going up before it drops, to understand the scale, to understand you're not going to gain weight while following the program, to understand the scale is going to fluctuate a lot. Otherwise, you're going to make yourself crazy. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to take yourself out of the game because something is completely normal. And this means like this is why you've got to get on that scale and recognize these patterns, start journaling, start tracking so you recognize what weight loss not only feels like to you, I feel bloated, I feel gross, but also looks like to you, right? Like I'll walk around and be like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's fucking wrong with me? I'm raging, I'm whatever, and I feel fat and gross, and then my period comes. Oh, my period's here. Like, duh. You know what I mean? Like, this is where you want to recognize what weight loss is gonna look like and feel to you. So so you have to gotta check out that scale post. Again, normal for your weight. This is this is the diet industry. I gotta go, but this is the Diet industry, they show you freaking graphs with a straight line down. That's what they tell you. Straight line down. Eat less, exercise more, straight line down. Horseshit, bullshit, all the freaking shit. It's all shit. The diet industry has, has fed you a load of shit and you've, oh, we've all bought into it because our brains are so ingrained and we, we just want to lose the weight so we're going to do everything they tell us to do but everything they've told us to do is this crap. It's this crap. You know, the end of the day. So we got to unwire all that. So you're allowed to be frustrated. 
You're allowed to ask as many questions as you need to be super clear. Ask as many stinking questions as you need because if you have a question, someone else has it. There's no such thing as a silly question because we're all just kind of showing up trying to do this process and a lot of you trying to bust through old issues and associations and all of those things. That's why I love these lives because it really gives us an opportunity to talk more about that. But this is the downward trend. We want to go downward trend, downward trend. We want to see the down. I got to go. I <laughs> Happy Monday, everyone. I don't know about you. I'm so excited. You guys are bang on with the questions that you are asking. It's, it's so normal. How is this going to work? And what about this? And what's happening on the scale? And we are here to answer them. But make sure you are just reviewing the post and try to just trust. I know it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard because you want it so bad. I would not sit up here and dupe you. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not trying to dupe you. It wouldn't serve me anything. I'm just trying to help you understand our mission in life. My mission is to change the diet industry, to get those obesity rates to stop climbing, get them start declining. Um, so anything that we can do to help, we are absolutely here for you. Have an amazing day. Uh, remember that you can uh, listen to this after the fact over on a podcast or find it on the lives. Remember also we don't circle back around and answer any questions on it. So if you have a question that I didn't get answered today, pop it over in the question of the day page. I know so many questions don't get asked or answered, but I, I appreciate Keep them coming anyway. Um, like I said, as we progress, I'm going to get into more and more and more and more and more. Have an amazing day. I got to go. Bye.